We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 168. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And uh, this is the Cool Week Ahead episode. This is a, it's too dang cold to be summer. It's a cool week now. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we're going to go upstairs from here. I'm ready for the pool. I hope so. I'm I mean, ready to go out on the I water. I got to start tanning for pool season. I know. Yeah, which starts soon now yeah <laughs> well i know most of the pools open what you know uh, late, uh, memorial day well they got the cover off and they put the water in and they they gave us an official date of may 20th at our place and i have so. a cool new chair i got for mother's yeah, day i got oh, a new yeah. sun chair that has the hole in it for her a, head a hole so i can, so she can so put I can her face in the belly. hole so she and, and two arm holes so i can read underneath she can my read. chair so you can, yeah <laughs> and tan at the same time right i forgot it was mother's day yeah, yeah so h- how did you celebrate shara your mother so um we went to church yeah and the church gave us all flowers and then we went out to eat at olive garden Ooh. and then i went home took a nap okay <laughs> me too because i was up all night before Oh gosh, yes. We'll talk more about yeah. that later. Yeah, well, yeah. And then my <laughs> older children joined us for that evening, and we had dinner and played games. Awesome. I, you know, I love board games. Well, we didn't play a board game. We played a game on PS4. Oh. But it's a game you play with your phones. So everybody has. Everybody gets on their own device, and, and it play. links to the PS4. So everybody's playing together. It's called "It's You." Oh my the one gosh. We played. And so it's a game where you go through and it asks questions about the people in the room. Like, who would be the most likely to... Right, and you vote on and your And you phone. vote. Everybody votes on who in the room they would think would be that person. Some of them are you have to draw on the person's picture to make them look like they're doing something All right. or whatever. Anyway, but if you vote right and if you vote the same as other people or if you throw down tokens... It's fun. It's a fun game. Good party game. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. It's fun. I mean, you know, what kind of family fun doesn't sit around and insult each other all night? It's good fun. Uh, <laughs> true. Well, I know a couple of those games, which I, I, I don't want to play. We I, sit around, I like... we laugh at each other, we insult each other. That's our, the point of having fun. And our seven-year-old fun. plays, and she has no idea what half the questions mean. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are inappropriate. Sometimes I slip some questions in there because it lets, you, lets me do that. I know how to make it ask certain questions and... Okay, more of an adult-oriented. It's or... always funny when there's a question that's asked, and it's like so obvious the answer, and everybody votes for the same person, uh. except for that person. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not me. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. Like, I think mine was something like... I. I Who put in the... this room would look best in a bikini or something? Yeah. 
Well, that's kind of no, obvious. No, who, who, think, who is most attracted to if mom put on a bikini or something like that? No, so, it just so said to this says, person uh, in a bikini, and it oh. showed a picture of me. Oh gosh! Wow. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's fun. I, you know, I, normally on Mother's Day, I take my mother out. We go to the Texas Roadhouse. Uh, we have a debate whether it's it's either her birthday or Mother's Day. I think it's it's Mother's Day. She thinks it's her birthday. I don't know. But uh, we haven't been out. But we I did get her out. We went to Walmart. Wow. <laughs> she hasn't really been out, you know. Good. <laughs> well, forever. there was an hour and a half wait at Olive Garden when we got there. Oh, no. But my daughter's dress shoes she was wearing were too little, and they were hurting her feet. So we needed to go buy her new shoes. And the four-year-old didn't have a jacket, and of course it was freezing yesterday. Of course. So you put your name in, they send you a text, and they put you on this online virtual wait list. So we went, we had an hour and a half, we went and got shoes, we went and got a jacket. It tells you where you are in line. It tells you what number online. You can oh, so look you know at when it. you need to get back. Yeah. Yes. You can look online at any time, it'll tell you you are 10th in line, you're 9th in line. That's awesome. So we went in when we were like third in line. And they called us like five minutes later. So it really wasn't bad. You know, technology now, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, it was funny because there was another couple that came in with their their mother. They were an older couple and they had their mother with them who was even older. (laughs) And they asked the wait and the ladies and they were like an hour. And they were like, well, all these people here have been waiting over an hour. And she's like, nope, come on, mom, we're going somewhere else. She's like, we thought maybe 30 minutes. And I'm like, like, on mother's day. Good luck with like, that. There's, a, there's a 30 minute wait at this place on a regular evening. Not oh, yeah. mother's day. No mother's day. Now I, I will say in all, in all fairness, I don't take my mother out on mother's day. <laughs> We well, don't usually. Yeah. Yeah. I usually prefer already. not to be taken out on Mother's Day because we I daring. don't want to wait. But yeah, yeah. But we didn't see, have anything else to do. But see, you got to go shopping. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, I asked Mom what she wanted, uh, you know, for her special dinner since we're not going to the Texas Roadhouse, and uh, she said, "Well, pick us up some Arby's." <laughs> I was like, "All right," because we would like totally Arby's. be me. Like I would be craving <laughs> something, and it would be something stupid and fast food. But that would be what I'm craving. I'd yeah, like, give me this. So you know, I, I I went I went up to Springfield and plopped her in the car. We went we went. Well, she needed ice cream from Brahms, and we have to get it from Brahms because she has an egg allergy. And Brahms has a special ice cream that doesn't use eggs, so she gets hmm. a whole bunch of those. It's called premium that. vanilla or something. And uh, so we went and got Arby's, and we went and got ice cream, came up, and then went to walk. I mean, just a good day for, you know, and it was cold. It uh, Well, it, temperature was falling that day. It was chilly, plus the wind and the rain together. It, it was cold. It was. Now, was it, now, I was in Springfield on Sunday. Was it raining down here? Because it, it poured when it was time to go to church. Well, that was when that severe thunderstorm warning came through. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, it was nasty looking oh, outside. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's talk about that a little bit. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, it, so all the women got dressed up for church and then we all got soaked. <laughs> we had two <laughs> severe thunderstorm warnings that, that morning, actually. Well, now that's, that's the big complex. You know, that, that's what I wanted to talk about is, is, I mean, and you and I had talked before. It, it almost looked like it was going to be like a derate show event. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't exactly, I wouldn't exactly call it a derate show, but there it, was some damage in Springfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you get those huge, huge boat echoes coming like well, that. Well, let me tell you that. I mean, you know, we, we saw it before we went to bed, it was coming down, you oh, know, yeah. south of Kansas City, on oh. up to St. Joe, kind of coming down. That's not what caused the severe thunderstorm warning. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> There was also some stuff around Tulsa when we went to bed. Remember that? That started up. 
That and, was so And it weird. actually went severe right before, you know. I saw that. That was so well, weird. Well, that same complex kept building and building, and it was moving to the northeast while that other system was coming to the south. So it merged, you know, between here and Springfield. Yet all the severe stuff that morning was from that stuff coming out of Oklahoma. See, that was so odd. Yeah. Because, I mean, the reason I was calling it like kind of a, a quasi-deratio, um, okay, if people don't know what a deratio, a deratio is a thunderstorm, a really high-power thunderstorm with very strong winds that travels for hundreds of miles, sometimes multi-states. And yeah, I, that's the textbook de- uh, definition is a multi-state. Yeah. Wind event. And wasn't the wasn't the longest or the most intense wind, didn't it start in South Dakota and end up in South Carolina? Something like that. I mean, it just went. I mean, this was years ago. This wasn't last night or the other night. Uh, but it ha- it was, you know, it, it's usually you have this, this, you know, a thunderstorm is a machine. But when you have a derecho type system, you've got this strong forward propagating wind that if you look on radar, there's this huge bow echo that just powerhouses and keeps going and sometimes 80 sometimes 100 mile an hour and that's why i've always been well since i thought of it last year an advocate for a duration you know they're getting rid rid of the advisory but some kind of a duration warning because it's yes a broad area it's a it's a widespread area that's going to get hit oh yeah not just a small tornado area Uh -uh. and their property damaging because these duration's are some of the highest uh, in, in 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 number in in money numbers in billions of dollars. It's the highest Just damaging, destructive, yeah, d- destructive storms that, are, that that exist today. Because yeah. they 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 don't like, stop, right? Right. <laughs> you know, because a normal severe thunderstorm will, will cycle up and be severe for maybe an hour and then go down. Or if you get a tornadic cell, you know, you're talking like a tornado, a rotating tornado that may last. You know, twenty, thirty miles. You know, before it'll lift or whatever. But a derecho, yeah, that thing is could go hundreds of miles. And we're talking category two hurricane winds on yeah. this thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. It's basically a huge hurricane that is rolled out across the nation, not just a little cyclone. You know, uh, right. it's just rolled out across the you know. The entire Midwest, like the one that went through Iowa last year. Do you remember that? Iowa, Illinois mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. caused, I don't know how, it was the, oh, the highest yes. number, uh, the highest money, I, I, how many billions of dollars I was going to say it was billions, called, yeah. right. It would have to. So, but, but they're crazy. And I think it's not like, you know that it's happening when it's happening. So you can kind of tell downstream, hey, this area is going to get hit, this area is going to get hit. I think it could be better warned for the people who don't really understand the magnitude of what's coming. Right, because this isn't just your normal severe thunderstorm with 60-mile-an-hour winds and, and golf You can double hail. those winds in, in a duration. Oh, yeah, and, it, yeah, and it, it's a wide path. Well, this is what I thought was so strange— and uh, the SBC nailed it. I mean, kudos to the SBC. They had a slight risk or an enhanced risk for, was it western or northwestern Kansas? Yeah. For this complex to go to the east, and once it hit Kansas City, took a right turn and kind of dived south. Now, that I thought that was weird. And then it was supposed to kind of hit some more stable air and, and, and break up. Yeah, we got a lot of rain out of it, nothing severe. Now, yeah. we did get a severe out of it for early, Branson later. I, didn't we get something just north of Branson? Branson never went under severe, did they? This uh, was all before I got up. 
<laughs> we went under severe at 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, see, yeah, I have to give kudos to Corey because you were I up. didn't sleep that night gosh. at all. I even took a sleeping pill and didn't sleep. Oh, I was God. fighting it. Well, that's why your your posts were, you know, all scraggly. No, they, your posts were awesome. And, you know, for what I do, I, I get up and I was up maybe 8 or something, 8.30. And the first thing I do is I go right to my phone and see, you know, what's going on. And I saw your first post was like at 4 I was something. Like, and then just it was 5 and then 5.30. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Every time, I, po- every time I hit <laughs> post, I was like, yeah, Randy wakes up every time it thunders. <laughs> Every time, well, apparently and Shara, not. And Shara was asleep over here. I didn't I, know it started. We had the window open, and it was some of the loudest thunder and lightning My I'd ever heard. Kids didn't even wake up. Are you serious? I'm serious. Usually, I do wake up if there's loud thunder, and then you hear these little thump, 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 thump. There was some loud thunder later the too. <laughs> but we all slept through it. See, that's bizarre. Well, not me. That that is so it was relaxing wild for me because oh so, no 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 because normally if I'm just laying there and I start hearing thunder I wake up and I'm like okay all right what's going on I must have been out it's relaxing for me if we have a severe line go through but we have lingering showers and thunderstorms that go into the night that are gentle that's relaxing to me yeah oh, yeah and that's fine I can but do that when they're as severe long as I know it's not severe. tornadic. I can sleep at like one a baby. point. <laughs> at one point, at about four o'clock, I couldn't keep up because they kept going warning, 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 and they were big warnings, you know. Uh, yeah, I saw from it from Bolivar down to Branson because you know all, all the graphics and stuff, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Well, originally, like a day before or a day or two before, models were forecasting that thing to take a little right turn and maybe go down to central Missouri and then southeast Missouri. Then as each run, which the GFS uh, well, uh, updates every six hours, it kept going more south, which is weird. But it wasn't that line. It was this other line. And, and it was very moist all night. It was very oh, it's muddy very and juicy. sticky the whole you know 24 hours before leading into that. It, it, it felt like something could happen. Well, we had that south wind. So that that's what you're saying is like that stuff in Oklahoma was had that southwesterly flux into yeah. us. And then the other stuff come and met it. That's a perfect setup for severe I, weather. I did one map that had arrows. And some of the arrows are going northeast. Some are going south. And they were converging and all kinds of... We had a... And you, I missed you know, the, it. That line out of <laughs> the, the big complex coming down south also had an OB that came through. And, okay, and, I saw that. And it was... You know, that was what was igniting some of that, the other severe stuff. Okay, I will say this. I did wake up barely. Okay. Oh, really? Well, barely. And when I did, I kind of rolled over and I heard something with that that sounded like a gust on the wind, like, like that. And I thought, okay, that's weird. And then I heard the rain hit the window and it got kind of heavy. And I thought, okay. Well, it must be here, but I didn't hear any thunder. Well, the lo- there was more lightning than anything, and little thunder. Oh, there's thunder too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean more lightning than like wind. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. There was some heavy rain or later on when we were going out. It really started raining and raining and raining, and we got soaked. You mean that that morning after it was? This was like ten a.m. Now, 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 when was the last one in Branson? Was was it before nine? Before I got up? No, the last one you posted it because I didn't post oh, it. Oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and I, I felt bad texting you. It's like, oh crap, T- Corey's probably exhausted, and here I am. I'm all. Kinda... I didn't come home and sleep after that though. I was we, like, uh, Sunday afternoon, we came home from 
church and lunch, and we crashed. And cra- well, yeah. It was like 4.30 when we woke up. Well, you deserved it. So, Corey, I'm giving you this. I'm giving you some applause. You did great that morning. I'm dedicated. You are dedicated. I do weather. He even weather broke all comes. kinds of rules because he had his radar out all during church, keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Well, I would, too. It is what so. it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the church people... We're appreciative of that. Yeah, though. but they should know that they know that he's sitting he stormed there. Our I have the Stormdar logo on my, my yeah. My but breast. if they see him sitting there, then they know they're okay and they shouldn't be worried. It, see, so I should have just started acting really weird all of a sudden. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, I know. Well, in let, the metal building over there. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, hopefully, they, now they're talking about. Okay, when I read the AFD, or the Area Forecast Discussion today, they were talking about maybe Sunday. Now, we're recording this on Monday, May 10th. They're talking about Sunday, which would be, what, the 17th, 16th, uh, next Sunday. That could be another round of severe weather. Now, that's Mm. way far out. They like to tease us. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't like to tease because, okay, because there's a fine line between Letting people know something's going to happen and freaking people out. Well, letting people know it's going to happen is doing exactly that. And something usually does happen, but not usually in the same state where they say it's going to happen <laughs> seven days out. Yeah, if it's seven days out, it's not going <laughs> to happen. If they're saying Kansas seven days out, it's probably going to be in Oklahoma or yeah. Arkansas, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or even Iowa. <laughs> which is, you know, yeah. usually they're on to something that something will happen somewhere. Yeah. But it's hard to pinpoint where. Well, that's why I like... Like when I do posts, I like to put it in categories. It's just something to watch because we don't know. You know, that's what they're saying. Something to watch, or what? What is the other one? Something to to ponder, ponder. and then and then uh, gander. There was a gander. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. We had that before. You know, but I think people know by now, or they should. When we get excited, they need to get excited because I'm not going to start hyping stuff that. That could happen. You know, I would say it's something to watch. And I've said that before. We're going to keep our eye on it. Could be. But, you know, don't worry. Things could change. Blah, 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 blah. Here's when I get excited. Okay. The, the hair stands up on my arm. High risk. <laughs> well. <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, high risk is a combination of excited and fear almost for me. Well, you get high risk, I would be scared too. Yeah. But my – the the, the – Hair on my arm raises when that tornado siren goes off, you know, mm. like it did a couple weeks ago, you know, for Taney County that morning. Oh, yeah, we had that. We had that. When severe. we were in the moder- the, uh, the marginal. marginal. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I mean, they say, though, I mean, if you're in a marginal, that's why we're in a marginal. And I always say one or two storms that could get some teeth. Yeah, it's but that's, not, that's more than teeth, if you ask me. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We had two. Four. Confirmed that morning in Taney. Yeah, in Taney, but four total. Right. Four confirmed EF zeros. That's definitely a slight at the lowest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would think. But I get it. I mean, mean, if if they were enhanced, I would expect an EF one or two at least, if enhanced. And then moderate, you're going to get threes and fours. And if you get a high, I'm sure there's going to be a five out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, But we're trying to go back and forth and back and forth and get warm. This week, our highs are going to be in the 60s and lows in the 40s. This is the second week in May. 
Yeah. May. I, I look back the last week of April, and they okay. put out the May temperature outlook, and it was above average, and here we are. No, it ain't above average. No. I'm going to check really quick But that quick happened here. also in February. February is also above average, and look what we did in February. <laughs> and yeah. that just goes to show how much you can put into these long-term outlooks, because... Uh, yeah... I, we're, not, I know. we're not frigid or anything, but we are below normal. No, and, and I'm looking right now, uh, the National Weather Service, on May 10th for Springfield, the average high is 74. Average high. We barely made 60 today. Ugh, I know. I mean, you texted me. It was so funny. I was sitting there watching it. <laughs> I was going to text you the minute we hit 60, and then we hit 60, and I texted you, hey, we hit 60, and then we went right back down the, 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 the very <laughs> next <laughs> update. <laughs> It went right back well, down. We, we hit it for a while. <laughs> well, at least we did it. Now, the, the the normal low for May 10th is 53. Now, with those 74 and 53, that's Springfield, so you can add one or two degrees for Branson uh, to make We're that. We're much hotter than they are. Yeah. Yeah, Branson's hot. You know, we, we, we got that down there. We have some hot entertainment. Yeah, I mean, look at all those all those places that you can go and get entertainment. You know what's weird? Our crowds, I mean, this is the type, our crowds, <clears throat> excuse me, in Branson, they're way, going way up. The whole town is. Yeah, traffic is getting nuts. It, especially on the weekends. It has oh. been bad for a while. Like, we're not even in the, I mean, school's not out yet. School's not out and yet. I know. the town is packed, which is great. It, it, People it's were good. away for so long that they just said, hey, we're going to Branson. Let's go. Well, and the good thing is now, you know, I, I don't want to open a can of worms but now that so many people are getting vaccinated they're talking about you know lowering the mask mandates and stuff so that's going to open up and i only say that because that's going to allow a lot more people to come into branson well not allow but people are going to come more to branson and and yeah usually around memorial day that's when the bus tours start, and that's when all everyone thinks up. Because like you said, summer months you'll get more of your families if there's no mask yeah. mandate. Yeah, fall, all of our elderly people are those came because of the mask mandate. Yeah, they came because they knew that we would be wearing masks and they felt safe. So it's kind of a toss up of. I think yeah. during the summer, more I think of the families done will and come. ready just to yeah. start. People are getting vaccinated and they're just bit. ready to move on. It's been a year. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's been a year. It's been over a year, actually. Yeah, so. it's been over a year. So if everybody just pays attention and just kind of keeps going, we're going to get back to normal. But okay, so I'm going to put a lid back on that that kind of thing. Um, I did look at the GFS again. We're talking about long range, so you can't really, you know, put a put a nail in it or anything. But the GFS is saying on and off activity. We're in this pattern where we're going to have you know uh, some showers move through like tomorrow. Uh, there was a 40% chance of some showers, and then it's going to end by night. I mean, everything's moving really, really fast. I looked uh, this evening. It's a 60% between 5 and 7 <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly between. So that's two hours. Well, uh, they've been doing that here lately. I remember the other day when they, they, they put us on the day two on in the marginal Oh yeah, risk for like between one and three or three and four, and then they ended yeah. up moving it to the boot heel over there somewhere. But that, no, that's right. 
Yeah, because it calmed down in the night, and then it like picked back up but again. But you really got to look every day. The I mean, in May, especially in May, you got to look exactly. every day because things change so fast. And and they really, really do. I mean, I have posted some National Weather Service grids on there, and I've had to post them again the next day because they, they were saying, you know, partly cloudy, uh, partly sunny, and then, you know, maybe a chance of showers, and then the next day you would look at it and say, oh, okay, like 40% chance of showers. I'm like, you know, it's hard because things are traveling so fast, and we're in this fast pattern, and that's what happens April, May, and then part of June, and then we're going to kind of start slowing down the pattern. But still, just on and off and on and off showers and thunderstorms. I want it to dry out. I haven't been disc golfing in quite a while, and I am getting— Really? Well, it, because all the courses are juicy. They need to, like—I mean, Iserman is notorious for being, you know, juice out there, and you can't play it. Uh, Sunset, which is Alexander Park, it's another course we play. It's got a huge lake, so you can mm-hmm. only play, like, two holes on the other end. And then Hollister, which is Tiger Springs— uh, I didn't say Tiger Woods this time. <laughs> was, uh-huh. It's called Tiger Springs Golf Disc Golf Course. It's at Hollister High School. That's kind of the best one you can play at this point. But if it keeps the one with the spring right in the middle of the course, the what? I said the one with the spring right in the middle of the course. There's a spring there. You at Tiger that, Springs? Right? Yeah. You never noticed that? No. There's a little. That's why they call it Tiger Springs. There's a well, spring right there in the middle. <laughs> Well, nothing's ever. There's like a little yeah, it's pond. Dry. It's dry, but well, it's, it's an actual spring, though. Well, they should call it Tiger Dry Springs. Then. Well, okay, that's that's what. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I hope we don't go off the road. This is a fun podcast so far. Anyway, <clears throat> I want to get to the next segment because it is. We don't have much, but it's something. It's the pollen report from pollen.com. Uh, it's kind of boring, actually. The uh, pollen from pollen.com. It's just medium high all, all week. Wednesday is going to be medium. Basically, they say mulberry and oak are the top tree pollens. And I went to Springfield uh, Allergy Place, and they say mold is high. Makes sense. It won't stop raining. Just and Chera, you're probably all. You know, Sneezy and headachey. My and nose hasn't been bothering me too bad this year. My daughter has been, and every time Your I daughter take bothers her, you. No, oh. her allergies. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. okay, she's totally fine, and except every time I take her to the doctor for her arm, her nose runs nonstop. She's like, allergic to doctors. We literally go through a <laughs> yeah, box. Really? Of, they have to bring us our own box every time we're there. Oh. She's just constantly wiping her nose. But I break out in hives every day at a weird, like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Really. Like my whole back and my neck and my arms just completely breaks out every day. I don't know if that's something. In I have the to air. get out the bin a little cream and. Well, make her uh, but you're, aren't you allergic to mold? I don't know. I'm allergic to a lot of things, but I'm starting to itch now that I'm talking about it. Oh, well, of course, <laughs> I know that's why I sat there when the ants was because I had ants in my kitchen. It's like when I had the ants, I wanted to like go like this all the time and like scratch them. It's like which I know ants are not there. The brain is weird. It is. Like, yeah, I know. You talk about something. Itching. Are you killing another ant? Sure. Are you serious? No, he's just trying. I to did eat. earlier. Well, I know you did. Oh, I, I think know. he's just messing with you now. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, speaking of that, we're just going to randomly do this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, speaking of that, I mean, I know we're in the other segment. But I wanted to say, last week, um, the spider that uh, Corey... Oh, did you find him? Did he come back? He came back. and I knew he didn't kill him. No, I know. I know. You well, just swept him off the... I don't kill spiders. They didn't do anything. Did you yeah, listen to the born. end of the podcast last week? I put a little Easter egg at the end. I did not. Oh. I didn't hear the end. I didn't hear the end. 
I didn't either. Heard, you you put told at me, the end? but I never li- oh, listened to the end of it. Okay, well now I know that you guys don't listen to the podcast. Fine, I skim it. But like, <laughs> I, I do was listen here. to it. You listen on half speed, don't you? Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. We listen to the drunk version. It's hilarious if you it ever want to listen to us in half speed. Yeah, it, it, if you're especially Apple Podcasts, I don't know if other podcast places do that. Pandora, Pandora does, does it. it. Yeah, I think uh, Amazon. Put might. it on half speed, and yeah. you will get yourself and a good laugh. We shall we all like drunk. drunk. <laughs> good times now can you imagine that on half speed yeah i know i know <laughs> like, right <laughs> well anyway the springfield place said mold is high grasses are low and trees are moderate with mulberry too so there you go <laughs> on that now uh we normally have the bird watching report but i think we're going to retire that because we've been watching for the hummers to come hummers are here everything's here everything's here so everything's we're going to got birds well a lot of them are here i mean they're I looking so well, I don't know. Well, if you got anything, I got to too add. many birds in my house. You always no, have you birds. No, you do not. <laughs> Can you have too, too many, many birds? Ri- not hummingbirds, just other birds. I don't know what they are, but there's too many of them. I think they're building a nest real close by. Well, they could be. Last year they built a nest like right in. I our, think they're still the they're doing it again. And... Anyway, but anyway, <clears throat> we're going to do something a little different and early. Corey texted me the other day, so I want to bring. We got to bring. Got to bring back this segment, which I didn't think we were going to have to. It's tropical. You heard right. Tropical. Bring it back. That we would are be like not the start in of tropic. This year. We're not in hurricane season. That starts officially June 1st. But, Corey, tell everybody what you discovered and I didn't. Well, it wasn't much of a discovery, but <laughs> there was a, uh, a disturbance in the uh, Pacific. Uh, ended up turning into tropical storm. Andres, and Andres, and I don't, I guess I don't speak. Andres, I guess. I don't speak. Andres. I don't speak tropical storm. <laughs> but <laughs> they make weird names just to hear us all saying different. Now the Atlantic tropical storms—they're very easy names this year. They're okay, very right. easy names. <laughs> I don't know about the Pacific. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it wasn't too far from Baja California, in you know, you know, Pacific's you know, big ocean. It's it's pretty big, yeah. But uh. Yeah, Andres. But you have to imagine. Now, now, I will say that this is the earliest tropical storm ever in the Eastern Pacific Ocean. Ever recorded? Earliest named storm ever. See, something's happening. Something is definitely it's be a happening. Scary tropical storm year. Now, uh, you know, we're it's early because we're not in hurricane season yet. No, I will say the Pacific hurricane season does start earlier than the Atlantic. The Pacific uh, oh, hurricane really? season does start Saturday. On the 15th. May 15th. Because we kind of skimmed that before, yeah. You know, they're considering changing it for the uh, Atlantic as well, mm-hmm. maybe in a couple of years. So, but yeah, it's early. We have our A storm already. Now, we'll have another A storm for the other ocean Atlantic, but... Right. But will we have it before June 1st? I bet we do. We Boy, did last year. We did last year. We had it around May 15th last year. See, the only thing that I'm... That I, no, I'm just putting out putting this out there that might mitigate that there's so much cooler air right now i mean we are way below normal right now if we that are. keeps Is going that i don't know huh? depends on where that i mean i don't know yeah. i don't know i don't keep up with the atlantic conditions yeah 
on I mean, a daily basis because until it, hurricane season. Well, well, yeah, when we're in the summertime, I always that that's my routine when I'm making yeah, yeah, out yeah. the outline. I go to the pollen place. I go to the the the, the National Hurricane Center. I will I say this: last year yeah. we we were already aware of the ocean temperatures were a little above average okay. by now. Oh, so that's we were right. kind of expecting, and we did end up with a huge season last year with all the named storms. On Atlantic and Pacific? Was it both of them? I mean, I know Atlantic. I'm was talking just about just the Atlantic. Okay, yeah, but uh, well, I haven't heard anything about the the ocean temperatures as of yet. Not to say, you okay. know, now I have watched the. The outlooks from Colorado State, and they're expecting another above. That average was my season. next question. I mean, uh, you you went to all the you know the you know Colorado, which is yeah. the hurricane place, huge hurricane, and school. Florida is the blizzard place. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but well, I don't hear anything from Florida universities, which is odd. Do you think you would? Yeah. So so NHC hasn't put anything out yet. Um, I think I really want to say that they are supposed to any day now. I don't have a date. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I'm curious. I mean, now, now it, it's it, not really any. Now I'm not thinking NHC. I'm thinking NOAA in general. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah because they generally come out with their, you know, tropical right. outlet. I mean, the little bits and pieces that I have heard. Now these are bits and pieces. Say it's going to be another big tropical season. Uh, above again. average can be, you know, is one thing. Yeah. Last year was way above average. Oh my gosh. So above average, even if we don't hit what we were last year, we can still be way above average, you know. Yeah, and no more, uh, what is it, Greek alphabet? Yeah. None of that? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to start. We'll have to I don't know what they're going to do the exactly, but we'll, figure, we'll find out if we get that far. I mean, it's, well, I don't know that we will, but we might. Maybe uh, they'll just start over with A. Maybe. Yeah. Well, New names. You know, they just have to do the letters. A. <laughs> just start hurricane. Well, at first a. they talked about doing alpha and then putting the year 2020 or alpha 2021, which I was fine with. That yeah, was okay. that makes sense to me. Yeah. It does me too. So they didn't like that. They didn't. Uh, they didn't care for my opinion. I guess. You know, they know they don't listen to Storm Dry Weather. They should. They <sighs> well, should listen not, to this podcast. They don't. They don't get us in Florida. Apparently. Oh, know. that's right. Because we're not a government thing. Right. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, it's interesting you you brought up uh, NOAA because our weather school this week is all about the different branches of NOAA. There are more than I even realized. Of NOAA stands for National Oceanic and Aeronautics. <laughs> no, you know it. No, the the. <laughs> No, I know what NOAA stands for. I do National Oceanic Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Disappointed, honey. Yeah, you don't understand. I feel like you would have looked at me and expected me to know. He hasn't got any sleep. He's got zero sleep. Oh, whatever. He slept all night last night. I slept good. Okay, well, I, I, I think we'll do he some. He snored plenty hard last night. Snored plenty hard. Snort snarred. I said snarred. Okay, I think it's time to get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The NHC is tracking a storm near land. The SPC and the WPC are now getting involved, too. Huh?
The National Weather Service is where we get most of our weather information. But they are only a portion of a much larger enterprise, NOAA. NOAA, or the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, is an American scientific agency within the United States Department of Commerce that focuses on conditions of the oceans, major waterways, and the atmosphere. The organization warns of dangerous weather, charts seas, guides the use of protection of ocean and coastal resources, and conducts research to provide understanding and improve stewardship of the environment. NOAA was officially formed in 1970 and in 2017 had over 11,000 civilian employees. Its research and operations are further supported by 321 uniformed service members who make up the NOAA Commissioned Corps. So let's take a look at some of the many branches of NOAA. The one we are all familiar with, the National Weather Service. The NWS is tasked with providing weather, hydrologic, and climate forecasts and warnings for the United States, its territories, adjacent waters, and ocean areas for the protection of life and property and the enhancement of the national economy. This is done through a collection of national and regional centers, 13 river forecast centers, and more than 120 local weather service offices. The National Weather Service is responsible for issuing weather and river forecasts, advisories, watches, and warnings on a daily basis. They issue more than 734,000 weather forecasts, 850 river forecasts, and more than 45,000 severe weather warnings annually. Some of the branches under the National Weather Service umbrella are the Weather Prediction Center, formerly known as the Hydrometeorological Prediction Center. It serves as a center for quantitative precipitation forecasting or rainfall amounts, medium range forecasting from three to eight days, and the interpretation of numerical weather model predictions. The National Hurricane Center is responsible for tracking and predicting weather systems within the tropics in the Atlantic and the eastern Pacific Oceans. The agency is situated on the campus of Florida International University in University Park, Florida. They take data from reconnaissance aircraft that fly into storms and track the progression of tropical cyclones. The Storm Prediction Center this agency monitors the contiguous U.S. and is responsible for severe weather situations. They are the ones who issue severe thunderstorm watches and tornado watches. The local National Weather Service forecast offices are the ones who issue the warnings. Next is the Climate Prediction Center, or CPC. Their job is to offer predictions of climate variability and real-time monitoring of global climate. Applications include the mitigation of weather-related natural disasters and uses for social and economic good in agriculture, energy, transportation, water resources, and health. And we have the Space Weather Prediction Center. 
This branch provides space weather alerts and warnings for disturbances that can affect people and equipment working in space and on Earth. Now, all of these departments I just mentioned are under the control of the National Weather Service, which is under the control of NOAA. <laughs> now, here are some other branches of the parent organization of NOAA. The National Environmental Satellite Data and Information Service, or NESDIS. This department was created by NOAA to operate and manage the U.S. environmental satellite programs and manage National Weather Service data and those of other government agencies and departments. The National Ocean Service, or NOS, focuses on ensuring that ocean and coastal areas are safe, healthy, and productive. NOS scientists, natural resource managers, and specialists serve America by ensuring safe and efficient marine transportation, promoting innovative solutions to protect coastal communities, and conserving marine and coastal places. The National Marine Fisheries Service, also known as NOAA Fisheries, was initiated in 1871 with the primary goal of the research, protection, management, and restoration of commercial and recreational fisheries and their habitat. The Office of Marine and Aviation Operations is responsible for the fleet of NOAA ships, aircraft, and diving operations. It has the largest research fleet of the federal government. Its personnel are made up of civilians and the NOAA Commissioned Corps. The National Integrated Drought Information System is a program within NOAA with an intra-agency mandate to coordinate and integrate drought research, building upon existing federal, tribal, state, and local partnerships in support of creating a National Drought Early Warning Information System. These are just some of the branches of NOAA, and honestly, there are way too many to mention in this weather school. Just know that the entire NOAA organization is a highly complex group of scientific-based agencies that are keeping the planet and the people safe. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go, all the branches of NOAA. There's tons of them. So uh, NCEP and SPC and NHC and WPC and NWS and I don't know. I could go on forever. You heard it in the weather school. Uh, I think it's time for In Other News. And I just have one little thing. Uh, Corey's got a couple of things. Uh, I just, this is, mine is a recap from last week. Uh, we were talking about the uh, fewest tornado watches on record. Now, this is for the country, not just for uh, the Branson area. So we were fourth last year with 17 total tornado watches in the month of April. Now, the number one was only 13 tornado watches in 1987. Number two was 15 in 1992. Number three was 16 in 2016. That's when we were in our tornado watch drought, I think. That, that Yeah, five years ago. That's right. But the number five is 21 in 20, 
18. So just a couple of, couple of you know, things later. Here we are in May, and we haven't had all that many tornado watches this year. Yeah, in May. I'm kind of surprised, actually. Yeah. It may, it may you know, hit us hard coming soon. We'll see. Well, and you kind of talked about that. You yeah. Didn't you say that, that there's uh, they were talking about kind of a slow start, and then bam, it's yeah. going to pick up? But, you know, it's just kind of a wait and see type, and you don't know that it's true until it happens. That's true. Okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way because of I mentioned it last year. So, Corey. Last year. What you got? You got anything for in other news? Did you hear a couple days ago in Florida, there was a guy driving on the interstate. I got pictures of this, by the way. Okay. Guy driving on the interstate, and lightning struck. Oh, my God, no. I didn't see lightning that. Lightning struck the roadway ahead of his vehicle. The roadway. Broke up the roadway, sent flying asphalt into his windshield and he ducked and it went into his windshield and out the back window okay now that's weird i did not hear that at all and he ended up in the hospital i don't know how well he's doing whoa but uh tore up his truck pretty good when i first saw pictures of the truck i thought well that's a direct hit from a lightning strike or a wind but it hit the road ahead of him See, that's and flew weird. into his truck. Why would it hit the road? That's so random. Well, lightning can strike anywhere. Well, true, true. But it I mean, a, you know, we we've had some pretty good lightning lately here in Branson. But I mean, Florida, you know, they they have a lot of lightning. Well, they're too. lightning capital. I sure. Think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The road was struck by lightning just seconds before. You know, you're traveling seventy miles an hour or whatever. Oh yeah. Holy so cow. So you're actually driving into it, and it's moving. Yeah. That had then, been then a, it had to have been a direct strike right there on the road with a huge bolt, right? I would freak out. I would totally freak out. I wouldn't out know what happened. That, no. and he, But he was aware enough to duck <laughs> to see that going through his thing. You know, when it wow. hits the roadway and concrete and asphalt, I don't know if that would leave a burn mark. How do you figure that out? I mean, <laughs> you had to know it was storming at the time. Uh, yeah. But... That's not a common occurrence, so I, uh. I would be, I would be interested to see how they came upon the discovery that it was lightning that that caused that. But what else would it be, you know? Yeah, and unless the driver said there was this huge flash, maybe so. I don't, I don't know. Could be. Wow. Okay, Could now that's driver telling you. So, tell so Google that. I'm going to look for that after. The Weather Nation did a story on it today. Oh, okay. Yeah, Good. you can look it up on their Facebook page. Perfect. Okay, what else you got? Um, let's see here. This is 2021, He's so scrolling. 13 years ago. 13 years ago. 2014. 2013. 13. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, back then, yes. 28, 20, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> We're awful. We're way off. <laughs> We're way off. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Anyway, yes. <laughs> I said the only reason I agree with that I don't know. was my son is 13 years old. Okay. And this happened right after he was born. He was born in 07. I know, but I say that because of He'll something. Be 14 because year. of something that happened that day. Yeah. The day he was born? That I will bring up later. The okay. day he was born? Okay. Yeah. I, I say that. I'll, I'll explain myself later. <laughs> okay. 
There was a tornado outbreak this day. Okay, good. This was May 10th, 2008. Okay. Last uh, time I had my gallbladder out. We were living in oh over in on Blossom Valley, remember? Here in Branson. Tornado touched down in Craig County, Oklahoma, uh, north-northwest of Welch, which is right directly eight miles west of her parents' house. Ooh, okay. Near Miami. Tornado touched down and uh, moved into Ottawa County, where we live. I mean, we don't live there now, but we lived there. We grew up there and hit Pitcher, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the time it got to Pitcher, it was an EF. Four. I told you it was 13 years ago. Oh, yeah, really? Four. Killed six people in pitcher and stayed on the ground until it hit uh, Newton County and went into Barry County. It was on the ground for 75.5 miles. Wow. This was in 2008. Okay. And ended up killing 21 people. Yeah, four. So. Wow. I remember that. Uh, I remember watching it on TV and uh, tracking it. We also had a tornado warning here in Branson later on that day. And I drove uh, west towards Reed Spring on 248, and there was just branches all over the road. Oh, my gosh. Uh, This happened about, yeah, 530 in the afternoon or so. It was pretty sad. Mm -hmm. We were... uh, I was familiar with somebody who died in the Pitcher tornado. And uh, what's weird about Pitcher is you have to understand the whole area. Pitcher is a super fun site that was heavily mined super in the night. Super fun, not super fun. Super fun. Well, does 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 this is Oklahoma that? or Kansas? This is Oklahoma. Okay. Pitcher is on the Oklahoma-Kansas border. But it's in Oklahoma. But it's in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. And it was a lead and zinc Capital of the world from 1915 to 1940. My wife worked there. It was really? huge. Yes, yeah. She talks about it all the time. Talked about still, it so, to this day. The <laughs> city. Talk to you still. The city has been bought out. Everybody who lived in Pitcher has been bought out by the federal government because it's a super fun site. Mm-hmm. And there were several people that didn't want to move, didn't want to move. And then the tornado came through and just wiped just out wiped the, the, entire, the rest of the entire town out. Okay. So then they had to move because yeah. they had no more homes. It killed six people in Pitcher, killed more people when it moved into Missouri. So my question is, do you remember what we were doing when the Pitcher tornado hit? No. Your mother was staying with us. Hmm. Your mother was like, well, if it's, time, if it's our time my, to go, it's our time to was go. Was that when I had my surgery? Is that That's why she was staying with us? I remember gallbladder surgery. I had my gallbladder surgery. Ah, okay. And we were, you just came home that day and a few hours before the pitch tornado hit. That's right. She made like this huge meal I couldn't eat. I remember I came home to like pot roast or something. I'm like, I can't eat that. Oh. <laughs> oh. But a friend of ours or a girl that we had went to school with was one of them that died. She, her body was found. She had a two year old and her husband. They were all in the same house. I thought they'd huddled in a closet together, but her body was found in a tree. Oh, no. Blocks away from her home. But she, and people forget about this tornado. And this is only, 
you know, four years before the Joplin tornado. Right. It's such and, a small and, town, and it, though. But so. it tracked through Pitcher. And in between Joplin and Seneca on Highway 43, where a lot of people were killed right there, too. And it's it's eight miles from Joplin. Yeah. So there was an EF4 tornado hit eight miles from Joplin four years before the big one came through, which this is the 10-year anniversary cow. of that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. No, I've f- completely forgotten about that. Now, did that tornado, you said it went into Barry County? Did it kind of lift it, it, after it, that? It, it, it weakened. As it crossed over Newton County into Barry County, and lifted right, Barry, on, and then right, lifted right, on, right around the Newton Barry County line. Wow, that that's was a long. That's a long. That's seventy-five miles. Yeah, I mean, what we were talking about before. Usually, a, an average tornado doesn't travel that far. It travels maybe five to ten miles, and then it's done. And this was before I came on board the storm drive. This is a couple of years yeah. before, maybe two thousand eight. Yeah, because I we lived. I didn't do Stormdar. I don't remember at this hearing about Stormdar at this until we got well, to it, Turtle Creek. Here's the deal. in twenty uh was it fifteen? Fifteen? I don't know. There, there were there was there was some point where they were gonna shut my personal page 2015's down. Fifteen is when we shut the personal page and went to Because we had to and yeah. to the page page. And so I can't go access anything past twenty fifteen now to get to now, so. anything I tagged Stormdart, like if you were in a show, I would tag your personal page. Okay. And that would post it on your page. That would as still well. be there. Oh, so you can maybe. Now, I go can ahead access and see those. Mm-hmm. But I can't access things that you did. Yeah. Which it's, is a it's shame gone. that they should archive that somehow. See, I thought everything was archived. It I told it to download you... everything, and I may have it somewhere, but yeah. it's Facebook, so yeah. Wow. That would have been really interesting. To go back and see, mm-hmm. especially you had gallbladder bladder surgery, mm-hmm. right? Oh, right after Garen was born, he was what seven, eight months. That's old why I said and... thirteen. Mm. He's thirteen, so so that's why you think yeah. in twenty thirteen. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my gallbladder shut down. Like literally, shut down one day, and two or three days later, they took it out. It so was it... a monster tornado, even on radar before radar scope came. You know. Oh wow! I'm looking at this picture yeah. you're showing me. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a, classic. There's a picture of the tornado I'm showing Randy right now. Uh-huh. Right. Looks like a wedge. Yeah, it is. Holy cow. Yeah, when you get it above those EF3 and EF4, they're, they're going to be those wedge, really wide One of the nurses that I work with, or I don't work with currently, but I went to nursing school with him, mm-hmm. and we both ended up moving to Branson and working here in Branson. He was um, from Pitcher. He was from Pitcher. Oh. And his mother still lived there until the tornado, and she ended up moving here to Branson. After that tornado, is he? Think, is he still she, here? She was a teacher, right? She we should like, get him on the podcast to talk about stuff. Well, he wasn't in the tornado. He worked he was here. here by then. Oh, we, oh yeah, oh. we both worked here. Him and his, his sister mom. both were working Branson. Oh, yeah. okay. So after the tornado went through, she just moved here because both of her kids were here. When you get her on the podcast, <laughs> well, you know, this is the month. This is the commemoration. That's the word I was looking for the other day. Not anniversary. Commemoration of. The Joplin tornado. This is the month. So, Gary Bandy posted a little bit about it yesterday oh, on his really? Facebook page. Okay. About, well, he was posting about, was it yesterday? Yesterday was Mother's Day, about that big line coming through and kind of have your radios on and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. This is, is May. Though, yes. If, if you remember, I mean, we lived in Joplin for several years mm-hmm. and Corey worked at the news station there and I worked for the hospitals there. And all of my friends, I went to nursing school still work there and live there so if we were to bring on the podcast everyone we knew that was involved in those tornadoes 
I mean, we'd fill your entire house. I we have eight would, channels, so we would have there's so three many, of us. So we I would got would have five so more many people. aspects. I mean, because we would have the nursing aspect, the doctor aspect, the resident aspect, yeah. the people working in Walmart aspect. I mean, we would have every that, point that'd be of great, view from because it. we only have the four, I only have the four with the podcast interviews before. So I'm I'm totally open. Anybody that wants that experience that, let's talk about that and just you know get them. Yeah, I mean, we have so many personal friends. And I'll that post that, the, the old ones we did mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. We're going to, we need to post, repost those. Yeah, just a commemoration, just so everybody knows. This you know, is the big then, anniversary, though, the big commemoration, the big remembrance. Yeah, Ten years exactly. is a big deal. Wow. Because the whole area, you drive through Joplin, you've been there oh, yeah. recently. It's still mm-hmm. not the same. Was there the other day? I mean, Double it looks week. different. There's a different feel to it because everything's rebuilt right you don't do that. Yeah, so I mean, if you go through a certain part of town, but yeah. But there's no trees or Right. Well, I mean, they they still look stripped. I mean, the trees st- I mean, they're they're growing back but still it, right. they're just still kind of, I mean, trees take a long time to really But that was good. the older part of town. And those trees right. weren't in so. the direct path. They were just on the outskirts. The trees that were in the direct path are Oh, they're, no, they're gone. gone. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah, if, if you get, you know, 2 300 mile an hour wind, no. Yeah. There's no way <laughs> you're going to survive that. Wow. Yeah, let's talk about that since this, this is the year. And then we can, and it, I'm, I love having more people on the podcast. I mean, I love you guys, but you know, the more the merrier. Mm. There we go. Okay, on that note. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, you got anything else on in other news, Corey? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Any no. more depressing news? Yeah. <laughs> well, you were depressing, like, was it last week or the mm-hmm. week before? Uh, Remember you were so depressed? <laughs> I did the Titanic several weeks I ago. I don't know. Okay, so I think it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's Shara's Fun Facts, and I'm sure she's got a bunch. So, Shara, dazzle us. I do have several. Okay. Today being the 25th anniversary of the movie Twister. Oh, 25 years. 25 years ago. wow. First place Corey and I ever saw it. It was still in theaters. Eh, No, I guess it wasn't in theaters. We saw it twice. But the... First time we saw half of it. Yes. Half of it. Because I had a curfew and I had to get home. Yes. Oh. We, she was 16. <laughs> you we were dating. So what was it? What year did it come out? 96? Mm-hmm. So 25 years ago. So 1996. Summer. Oh, how so cool. So I was a was that? senior in high school, or that would have been that summer. So I was going into my senior year in high school. We weren't engaged yet. No. So we went on a date. We went to the drive-in in Web City. Yeah, very good. They still had a, they <laughs> still had a drive-in it's in Web City. It's now Walmart Supercenter. Yep. Of course. Doesn't exist anymore. It's funny because the drive-in in Miami is now Walmart Supercenter. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Wow. It, it okay. made for good land plots. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was the first place we got to see Twister. If you got to watch it at a drive-in movie. Yeah, it's because it's, oh, yeah. part of it takes place at a drive-in, yeah. actually. Yes. So it's pretty creepy to watch it at drive-in. So I love Twister. This isn't really one of my fun facts, but I guess it can be. Um, In the movie, they discuss, you know, they're all sitting around the table eating and they're discussing the Fujita scale. And they, you know, has any of you ever seen an F5? And they say, you know, just one of us, which isn't actually true. Well, they're talking about Joe, Helen Hunt. And that happened when she was a child in 1969. Which was in 1969. Mm. 
Well, they, they, yeah. Tell what me why that the, wouldn't happen. Well, what year did the Fujita scale come out? It was in the 70s, right? You tell me. Yeah, yeah like the actual 70s. Fujita was, I mean, I got a weather school on that. I'm sure it was an F5, the damage that it did, but it wouldn't have been labeled But the that. flashback they, they, they talk about in the movie, they actually flashback, and the dad, during the tornado, said, on TV, they They're say it's an F5. an F5, right. But that F5 didn't exist Hadn't back then. Yeah. And even if it did, <laughs> they can't predict we that. We couldn't today tell you if it's an F5 live on TV, we can only even tell with you the technology we have now. Right. Storms, yeah. right. Maybe someday, who knows? Yeah. But not now. Yeah, we can, we can definitely tell not in 69. if there's one on the ground and through correlation coefficient, and we can tell if one may form through the velocity. But the size of it. Mm. And I'm thrilled that we can even do that. Oh, me too. The correlation coefficient, we didn't have that just a few years ago, you know? Yeah, that's new with the, yeah. the dual pole, yeah. Oh, anyway, hi, this is your second Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Have some MVMs. Here we go. Yeah. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton were briefly blinded during the filming. The stars sat in the cab of a truck lit with bright electric lamps all day long to keep the sky because... I looked up why. I was like, why did they need to blind them yeah. with these lamps? It was broad daylight and super sunny where they yeah. were filming. To be able to make the sky behind them look dark and tornadic, they had to light them up. Yep. They So they lit them up with super bright lights. Oh, my god! For hours at a time, they had to wear blindfolds and all kinds of stuff while they were doing it. But That's dangerous. It, it actually did. It like burned their retinas. Perfect. And they had to go visit an eye doctor, at who, which they were not permanently damaged, but they had to get eye drops every day, and they had to wear dark glasses anytime they weren't filming. Oh, my gosh. But there was the other... So there was other accidents going on. Um, they actually both needed hepatitis shots as well. Um, From the bright lights? No. Oh. That no. was a different accident. Following oh, okay. an afternoon in an unsanitary ditch... Um, they claimed Hunt could be a little bit clumsy after she accidentally <laughs> hit the side of her head on a car door, which she retorted, clumsy? The guy burns my retinas and I'm the clumsy one? <laughs> anyway. yeah. Waquita, Oklahoma was one of the movie's biggest stars. Waquita is a population of 344, probably less back then, was chosen as one of the film's main locations when scouts noticed there was debris still left over from a big June 1993 hailstorm. Most of the residents signed up to be extras and were paid $100 per day. Oh, wow. Wakita is now home to the Twister Museum, which opened up a few months before the film's release. There's uh, also a five-block walking tour you can take. Plus a Dorothy one prop and a Twister pinball machine, which was a gift from Paxton. Okay. And, and may I say, yes, this Saturday is the big 25th anniversary uh, commemoration get together thing in Wakita this yeah, this year at the museum. Thing. It's supposed to be a big. Where is Wakita? In Oklahoma. <laughs> it's in Oklahoma. I would say northwest Duh. of Oklahoma. North, I'd say it's north. Yeah, okay. North of Oklahoma City, center. maybe a little west. Oh, of yeah. Oklahoma. I thought it was kind of in the middle. It's okay. It's, it's to the north. So it's, several, it's in the northern half several of the state. Hours. I know oh, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. well, if it's in the northern part of the state, it wouldn't take us. I would say it's a good long. four or five hour drive from Branson. We need to go there. We do. We totally need to go there. Like that needs to be. I would a, love to. That needs to be a field trip. Okay. We can just storm dark field trip. Ooh. I mean, our kids would love that, too. They're big tornado fans. Okay. 
The tornado sounds you hear in the movie were made up of various animal noises. Um, an altered recording of a camel's moan helped create the storm sounds. It what? was reported elsewhere that a lion's growl and a tiger's snarl were remixed as tornado audio. What? I could totally Ooh. hear that. Oh, yeah. Like, now that I think back to the sounds that you hear, I could totally hear that. Oh, I've got to see this again. It's been years since I've seen it. When we first got married, and before we actually got married, I had moved our stuff into the house we were going to live in, and I had my surround sound, and I had that on VHS because it just came out, and I had surround sound, and it was the first movie I ever had on surround sound, and I would turn that thing up. (laughs) I tell you what, it was was in (laughs) 5.1 surround, which was huge back in 1997. Oh, yeah, that was big back then. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Wow, no. How cool. Ah, lost mine. A oh. Boeing 707 jet was used to generate the wind. I can't even imagine having to stand there with that level of wind. You know, that I knew. I don't know why, but that I knew. Makes sense. I would think they use that as the sound, too. But I think I was researching, like, jet engines, and that kind of came in, the, the twist. It's like, that's what was used for the wind. Okay. In addition to the aircraft, the production utilized a small battalion of wind machines. Uh, <laughs> like, even though 200-mile-per-hour winds were blowing around them, stunt doubles were only used some of the time. The actors used earplugs. Uh, but apparently not learning their lesson earlier, did not use eye protection. So several of them got lots of dust and dirt and things. Uh, After every shot, someone would come around with Visine squirting everybody's eyes and (laughs) cleaning their eyes out. Hey, you know, I need to interject something. You know, if something is going... Uh, at uh, 200, 200 miles, miles an hour, an hour. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of need to protect yourself from that. Put something over. They yeah. needed to wear like goggles, but they couldn't if they're filming. Yeah, but. but close your eyes or something, you know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. So this was one of the things they they interviewed Jamie Gertz, who played Dr. Melissa Reeves, um, on Oprah. They interviewed her about her show on Oprah, and I guess Oprah made a big fool of all the cast. Um, so she had a big show where she had the cast of the Twister on and interviewed all them. They all came out one at a time and she talked with them about things they went through during the filming. Oh. Um, you know, that's where she talked about these things in their eyes, the accidents, you know, things that happened with the high winds gotcha. and their, yeah. their boo-boos and owies they got. And, boo-boos um, and owies. Right. That's official Basically, <laughs> we came out individually. They were talking about how tough it was to shoot, you know, the debris in their eyes from the wind machine and the eye wash they had to use and and how they had to turn off electricity sometimes in their trailers and go for hours at a time in the heat without electricity. Why? Because there was electrical storms in the area. Oh. I mean, they were in Oklahoma during tor- storm season, so. Oh, okay, well. Um, wow. But anyway, she says that, so the second half of the show was they brought out actual people who had survived tornadoes. And started interviewing them and, you know, like I was hit by lightning or my house collapsed in on me. You know, she goes, we felt really stupid, all of us Mm. sitting there talking about the wind issues we had and the dust and stuff. And these people had actually survived real tornadoes. Wow. But I guess they were pretty angry with Oprah for humiliating them after that. Oh, well, you know. I'm sure, like I said, it wasn't intentional. I don't think she thought that through. No, I was going to say, I don't think. (laughs) Did she give him a free car? (laughs) <laughs> you get a free car. And you I think get they a car. already had plenty of money. You get a tornado and you get a tornado. Oh. <laughs> in Corey's a being noisy. That sounds like Travis Meyer in May. 
Well, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In 2015, Wired Roundtable discussion highlighting the successes of Industrial Light and Magic, the team who designed the special effects for Twister. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. Revealed that a oh, script cool. hadn't even been written when they submitted the test footage to Warner Brothers. Stating, ILM did a proof of concept shot for Twister. The minute we took that shot into the studio and they saw it, they said, done, we want to make it. And we didn't even have a script. How cool is that? Technology even... advanced right around that era. That was a big and boom the, then. Yeah. yeah. So It was said that they're in this, that Bill Paxton had always said he wanted to go back and direct a sequel because he feels like the special effects were so under, like they could have done so much better now or oh, yeah, a few years now. later. Well, 25 even years ago years. would be 1996, right? right? I yeah, mean, even so, just yeah. a few years later, he, you know, he was thinking, he said, we did the Pepsi light version. Uh, <laughs> wow, that'd be really cool. And apparently one of the main roles was offered to Garth Brooks. Oh. Um, they offered him the role of Dr. Jonas Miller, played by Carrie Elwes. Um said he turned it down because he didn't want to play second fiddle to a tornado. He wasn't going to be the main character. He should have done it. He should have done he it. He totally should have done it. He lost out. He should have done the it. iconic We Got Cows scene was inspired by actual events. They went around interviewing local farmers and people that lived in the area no. talking about tornadoes in the past and storms and remembered them talking about how after a recent tornado they had found their cows several miles away in other people's fields. Oh my fields god. Oh, really? From where they had left them. Oh my gosh. I remember when I was in college and you know, I graduated high school in ninety five, so the end of ninety five and ninety six they were looking I, I in the fine arts department where they do all the plays, they posted a big they have a bulletin board and they had a little poster on there it said they were looking for extras for a, a tornado movie in Oklahoma and I didn't go do it and I should have. Oh you dude nuts? you should have went. I know. Oh dude man. I can't believe you didn't jump for that. I know. You of all people man. I was people, working man. at KSN at the time and I was just Oh you mean you had a job. They made a hundred dollars yeah. a day back in 1996. I'll go. That was a lot I would have done it for free. I would have paid to do it. I would have paid to be on the show. Please please. Let me in. I love it. Stand there and be an extra. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Bill Paxton had a long-lasting impact on the small town where the Twister was filmed, um, primarily shot in the small town of Waquita, Oklahoma, um, where all these years later, the local townsfolk still remember the impact the late Bill Paxton had on their lives. Mm -hmm. Shortly after the actor's death in 2017, they went and interviewed many of the people who had interactions with him. Um, one of the main things that they all remembered was he showed up several days before filming with a football and invited the townspeople out to play football with him. He wanted to meet everybody and just, Oh wow. And that football's in the museum. Yeah, that was, they said that over oh, the wow. years, Linda Wade was who opened the Twister museum after the film was released in 96, uh, said Bill Paxton continued to donate items to the museum, including the football mentioned above. Wade went on to say that Paxton would include a handwritten note with each of the donations, reminding residents that he still remembered them after all these years. What a cool guy. And, wow. of course, yeah, sadly, Bill Paxton did die uh, in February 2017 um, from a stroke. He was only 61. Oh, man. Um, but hundreds of storm chasers came up with an impressive tribute to the late actor. 
This one you have to look up on your your own. You got to look it up on Google to see the image. But mm -hmm. the residents of Waukeda, Oklahoma, weren't the only people to pay tribute to Bill Tack. Bill Paxton, um, Oklahoma meteorologist Aaron Brackett, shared the touching tribute to his account. After the star's death, more than 200 storm chasers went to Tornado Alley and shared their GPS coordinates so that by satellite you could see it spelled out BP, uh, Bill Paxton's initials, providing perhaps the most touching tribute imaginable. I think we posted that. I was going to say, I've seen that. Yeah. it was. You could see it on radar. It's scope. really... Cool. Yeah, just I Google mean, Bill Paxton tribute. Yeah, Storm Chaser tribute. Is, something. And it's I a mean, pretty cool image. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah, that's what I, that's what you, I was looking for. I massive. tell you, like, there wouldn't be the Storm Chasers there are now without that movie. No, oh, that's what I got know. everybody into it's chasing. Crazy. Well, isn't that okay? Now, after that movie, didn't you tell me or somebody told me that there was this, or maybe Gary Bandy? I don't know. Somebody said that there was such an influx, just explosion. It's, it's crazy. Uh, it's, there's that, that, too many. That became a problem. Honestly, like, yeah. yes. it, it, that's exactly. It got to where well, and they weren't trained properly. Like it was just people yeah. wanting to do it, and they were. Well, they have too more close technology and, in their pocket now, like radar scope, and they didn't have it yeah, back then. Anybody can yeah. get it up on their phone. So anybody can be an amateur. Short chaser right you know. but you really need to know if you're going to be but a storm traffic chaser, is unbelievable and yeah. traffic is not what you need when a tornado is barely no down the highway. because you could get caught you can right. there's traffic jams I it's mean, a problem we i mean we all when we used to go storm chasing we would run into couple other cars and yeah. and they were usually quadruple that now right it's like they were unbelievable. usually news stations or they were it's radar, almost like branson like, strip traffic during a tornado warning but yeah, yeah. now it's Ugh. way too many people and it's getting unsafe and yeah the, the thing about it is they just know what you're doing know what you're doing there's there's storm chase tours you can go on sure that are with experienced people that know what they're doing or yeah, I mean, find somebody that knows what yeah. they're doing. Don't and, just go and, out on and your own. And it's not hard. That's it. You don't have to go to school for two years to do it. Just go online. Find what you need to do. What you need to have, like your video equipment. You need to have uh, your your GPS. What kind of stuff that you need to go out and do it, and not be a hindrance. You need to before anything. You need to have a basic knowledge of how tornadoes work. Yes, the track they follow of of supercells. And where you need to be in order to not only get the best view, but not be in the path. That's the whole point. All right. A couple more little silly ones. Uh, the 1995 Dodge Ram that served uh, Bill and Joe extremely well throughout the film, um, which was uh, Bill's brand new truck that he says on there that has liability insurance coverage only. Um, they oh actually <laughs> used two different trucks. They used a Dodge Ram 1500 and a Dodge Ram 2500 oh model. Um, so if you look closely throughout the film, you can see the number of lug nuts on the wheels changes back and forth. Really? And <laughs> Dr. Miller's car was a 1989 Chevy Suburban because... Chevy is the top rival of Dodge, so they had to have rival vehicles. That's cool. They couldn't have the same team. They had to be rival vehicles. You know what? He was in it for the money, not the science. <laughs> well, that, yeah, driving that's a, the driving thing. Driving an 89 <laughs> Suburban? And is there really money in storm chasing? There's I don't no know. There's no money in storm chasing? Well, they were... Well, he was getting promoted. In the movie, they were instrumental in developing new types of warnings. And, and they were trying to 
came up with a warning that was well in advance of what they had More before. Than, yeah, so they came up minutes. with all these instruments that would do that, which, you know, I don't know that even exists today, but the most instrumental, what, what, the most spit it out advanced, how we've advanced mostly from then until now would be the Doppler radar and the dual polarization, right? Do you agree exactly. with that? Or exactly. Exactly. People that have, have radar in their home now and can just look and see. And well, that too. Radar, weather radio. I would agree. I would agree. Do they know how to operate that? A lot of these <laughs> radars people have on their phone, they, you know, it shows them where it's going to rain. They don't know what they're looking at. They don't and, know what they're looking for. And and a lot of them have like future radar, which isn't really a thing. It's just kind of what they think it's going to do. But, you know, that's All right. a different story. Last one. Oh, keep going because, yeah. Of course, much of the film was shot in Wakita, uh, where producers purchased and then leveled eight blocks of existing houses. Oh, my gosh. As well as flattening 30 homes built just for the shoot. Uh, according to the Twister Museum in Wakita, the filmmaker's destruction of the town was so convincing, the third-party video crew that was flying overhead saw the fake devastation from the air and landed their helicopter immediately to investigate. Wow. See, I mean... That's it? That's all I got. Wow. Well, I mean, you guys were talking. I, I've been looking online since you were doing that. Of, of uh, uh, I Googled Storm Chaser Preparedness. Hmm. And what, uh, th- there's a really interesting thing. It's called, it's, it's a website called science.howstuffworks.com. How, I like how stuff works. I've been there for lots of stuff. Yeah. So they're saying, now, I think this is old, but th- I, I wanted to be, informative of what you want to do if you want to be a storm chaser. The things you need to have, there's six things. A video camera, duh. <laughs> Digital camera, duh. <laughs> laptop computer with a cell phone. Lapt- a laptop can maintain a continuous internet connection. That was, that's old. That's what I'm that's thinking. Old. It's old radio. Well, because you didn't talk like that. I was, I I was <laughs> instrumental <laughs> in 2003 with a laptop what? in my car hooked to a if cell phone. If you look back, though, <laughs> if true. you look back at our coverage from the 2003 chase that we did, you'll see I had radar you had something not, rigged, though. You and not had most to, people had that. Because we didn't that's have true. internet. That's we didn't true. have smartphones. You had your little cell phone, didn't you? So yeah. he used yeah. his little cell phone that did not have texting or anything on. It was a little Nokia phone. Yeah. And he somehow... That you put snake on. He somehow yeah. rigged, I rigged it. it up to my laptop He rigged to it to the internet laptop connection. and tried to use the internet through and the phone. Worked. And it worked. <laughs> but the problem we found was when he was trying to call well, the storms after in... After the storms came through. Well, as the, oh, we were seeing yeah. tornadoes on the ground, when he was trying to call them into the station, our signals were all blocked and, well, because the, the lines were all down. Oh, right. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay, I just I just found it. See, I'm glad you guys are talking because I was giving me a chance to look on my computer. Here's something from, you're going to love this. Uh, it's, it's called Cheap Chasing Setup. Oh, my goodness. Uh, from April 22nd, 2019. Uh, the first thing they say, are you ready? Radar scope. <laughs> Radar scope. It says $9.99 one time. You can get it. Then it says an optional. You can get a GR level three, which that's what stuff you do. That You can go inside the storm and look and stuff like I that. I used to have GR 
level three. I used to, but it, yeah, it's a it's a Windows based thing, and I kind of went Apple. So. Yeah, they say a, a Nikon a Coolpix A10 accessory kit, yeah, whatever. Uh, a laptop mount for the car, uh, Lacrosse 810805 NOAA AM FM radio. Says hook up this bad boy. Remember, I used to have radar. Uh, I used to have ra- weather radio in our van and CB. And CB, that, that dates you. <laughs> and internet. Yeah. And this was in, when we lived in, in Web City. In 2003. In so. 2003. Yeah. That was high tech back then. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting when I, I used to, remember that. that big long antenna I used to put on the top of the roof when we mm, went storm it chasing? magnetic. Plunk. Yeah. Plop it up yeah. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. you like, like a Domino's topper. You know, you just put it on yeah, top of your just car. just plop it up there. Time magnetic. We but yeah, when it said radar scope, well... That's a given. I mean, radar scope has kind of taken over the rate amateur radar world now. And and right, it deserves to be. Uh, it just gives us so much in our pocket. We can do whatever oh, we want to do in our pocket. Yeah, you know, when I first got a cell phone, and well, when we first were able to look at mobile web pages mm-hmm. in around two thousand three, I searched high and low for a good radar. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it until Radar Scope came out. It was like years later. But Radar Scope is when 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 you see the National Weather Service using it, you know you're in good. Hands. Oh yeah, I mean TV guys use TV it. guys use main, it. Radar main TV right, guys right. like Trav. Didn't I mean, Trav honestly, use it? Sure. Yeah. Honestly, Trav. Corey could take you chasing if anybody wanted to go chasing. Oh, I would trust Corey. I I totally trusted Corey back in the day. I remember the day he made me go. Um, I don't remember if I even also wanted to drive. <laughs> well, because he I had was, the laptop and everything. He had in my the lap. laptop and the phone all in his lap, and then we had a guy with a big VHS camcorder, beta, it was beta. Yeah. beta, whatever, in the back yeah. seat filming. Um, who is a meteorologist? Who works for? Oh, the real guy who okay. works for the company that owns Radar Scope. No. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. He was oh, just a, cool. he was just a kid. Cool. He was a kid back then. He was then. a kid in college. Wow. He was not even. I think that's what kind of set him to that direction of weather. Is he was our a kid chases. in college that we needed a cameraman along for the day. We took yeah. a. We, we need to have him on the podcast. We took yeah, a we TV did. station car. We didn't want to take our own car. I had terrible out. tires. Yeah, text him oh, and we need to get him on the tires. podcast. Yeah, he but, could t- he could tell us all about Radar Scope. Yeah, once this like remember we sat in this field forever. It was so hot. And we just sat in this field, and I, I mean, it was sunny, beautiful, and I'm like, what in the world? What are we chasing? Yeah, what's happening? Why yeah. did I send my kids to my mom's for the day? Like, what it are we doing? It was one of those, we, we were under a high risk, even in oh, 2003. Was, and we just had, wait. There were the, only three categories, slight, at that point, moderate, yeah, and high. And high well, at and that the TV point. station yeah. had spotters sent in every direction, because they oh. were going to be everywhere. They were all over and, Oklahoma, but, Kansas, but, but, Missouri. But we knew this was a special one in 2003, because... The night before, Springfield National Weather Service and Steve Reynolds wanted to do a conference call with all the TV stations, which he had never done before. Oh, oh, really? that was the first time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So, yeah, we took the kids early that morning to my mom's. We drove to Miami, dropped them off, and then we loaded up a car from the TV station and we took off into Kansas. Okay, wherever, honey, here we go. Basically. <laughs> Usually we took our own car, which we probably would have been better shape. Well, really? we got some nasty hail that we were driving in. True, true. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, once 
once he got that inkling, he's like, he's like, we need to go that direction. Like he was just looking at the clouds. He, and like I said, I always tease people that he, I mean, he reminds me of Bill Paxton when he picks up the dirt and whatever and says wow. going green or whatever. You know, I'm like, that's literally how he would, he would look at the clouds and he'd say, we need to go this direction. And we're like, what are you seeing over there? It's like clear <laughs> skies. And I mean, but. we had no more got to the town and the rain, I mean, it just started. It was so heavy. We couldn't even see to drive. Like we had to actually stop. I remember it was so heavy. We couldn't even drive. You couldn't see two Do feet in front of you. Do you remember we were going down? We saw the funnel and the funnel lifted back up and we said, we need to get going and we were driving down that dirt road, and you were driving. I was going like 90 miles an hour on oh a dirt gosh. road. Oh, my gosh. And really? down on the horizon, we saw a huge tornado with, 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 with a debris just going All up into the... All you could see the... was a, a, a cloud of debris. Yeah. Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome to a tornado chasing. Oh, my God. Now, I you mean, have like this once, video? Once the rain and everything started, I mean, it was nonstop. It was adrenaline the rest of the day and i mean we chased until dark until we couldn't see anymore and i mean those storms went well into the night oh which yeah you, well high risk oh my gosh those things are going to go and forever. that would have been may 4th 2003 yeah so it'd been last week yeah and it's 18 years ago that's the one i mean it was an outbreak it wasn't when grayson just, was born you have kids born in like two all years these he, he was 2001 he was oh, he was okay. a year old we had two kids by then i was in nursing school it hit grayson Frank. was 2001 he's 20 he he'll be 20 be. this year oh dear lord okay it hit you know franklin granby kansas uh frank gerard and franklin kansas uh-huh. carl junction missouri which is near it Joplin. started heading towards our house mm. yeah which we was were getting very Web nervous City. because it was headed towards and our also house. hit Pierce City in the battlefield south oh, of that, Springfield. Oh, okay. Now, the Pierce, now, Pierce City, I can take over that. I need to get yeah. Logan, my kind of grandson, to talk about that. We basically stopped chasing in Franklin. Well, okay. we had to stop and help people. Once we stopped to help the one family, and then past that, there was such a damage path, you couldn't get any further. Trying to get through towns. Oh, yeah. When it all the power lines were yeah. over the road. So and and cars were, just... We were toppled. able to kind of get through because we were in a news car. Yeah. We got that's the only than... way. That's why I've I've decided I need to make us a lanyard for me, especially when I'm well, I went to Shepherd of the Hills the other day with you know, that damage. Uh-huh. I need a lanyard that's a stormed our weather media on it and I think people will allow me to that that, that they can yes, kind of, of identify course. who I am. Because that people way. around Branson know stormed our weather. Right, 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 right. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember two or three years later? We met the family that we helped. They did like an anniversary night, show or that, like that a, the day we, we, we invited them into the TV station and you were on yeah. and I was on and we did a little. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the interview, but I don't know what happened to it. We did a little reunion type thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, I remember it. Oh, how cool. That was cool. I directed it, but I wasn't in it. See, Corey's been in television, so he's the video guy. All time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not me. I'm the audio guy. Since well before <laughs> we were married, like 95. That's when I started at the TV station was 95 when I was in college. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking of all these people we need to have on the podcast. Seriously. we, You you or me or somebody should text Gary. And, I mean, he and his wife can come. I'll, I'll, I'll get him into the, my show if they want to come to Branson. But we mm-hmm. need to have the podcast, him on the podcast again. He's a good he, – he, he's a – you know, radio guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he, he's got the. He was he radio. Before this will be a three-hour podcast. Tell you stories. 
Well, that's you'll one be, of our you'll be mesmerized podcast. by his. Oh, I know. That's why I, yeah. we need to, need to dedicate a podcast with Gary on. Okay, oh, yeah. well, we'll talk which about we already that did once, but still. Yeah, but yeah, and I'm still listening to it. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, since this is a weather podcast, we're going a little bit long, so I apologize. But this is really fascinating stuff. But I've got an interesting word in the next segment. Well, so I, whoa, 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 wait. We're not going to get to that? I had one more fact about the oh, movie Twister. Yeah, oh, oh we got another fa- Okay, yeah. Let's go to this. Shara didn't say it. Oh, what's that? It was the very first movie released on DVD. It was <gasps> Twister. Oh. Wasn't that something? Right, right around the time the DVD players started coming out. Oh, yeah. So, wait a minute. Wait, I, I, I got to find it. I got to find it. Like, no, that's not right. Oh, well. <laughs> no, that's not right. No, that's not right. <laughs> I know DVD is an ancient technology now, <laughs> but still. <laughs> I can't even burn a DVD Frickets, anymore. No one right. cares. <laughs> I've been trying to burn a DVD. I can't. I mean, everything's electronic now. Anyway. <laughs> okay, well, it's time to get to this last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar weather Weather word of the week, and we're tossing it to Shara. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week? Mm. I know. I, I I don't know how to pronounce it either. Mesocyclone. I want to go with mesocyclone. Mesocyclone. I, I will give you that because I don't know. I'll give you the applause. I, I was debating on miso or miso. Like if you have miso, it's yeah. so close to mesocyclone. It is. It's it's very. Cl- There's only one letter difference. I think difference. that's what's making me want to say meso. Yeah, meso, but it's, it's not. It's M I S O cyclone. Mesocyclone is M E S O. So anyway, I found this. I thought it was interesting. So what is a miso or miso cyclone? What is that? Uh, it's a land spout. That's okay. an easier word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Term created by atmospheric scientist Howard Bluestein in 1985 for a kind of tornado not associated with a mesocyclone. Land spouts share a strong resemblance and development process to that of water spouts, usually taking the form of a translucent and highly laminar helical 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 tube Uh Uh land spouts are commonly weak however in rare occasions a land spout can be as strong as an ef3 tornado which is not weak yeah yeah which i thought that was interesting and i don't know where i saw that but i thought ooh, you know i gotta i do that yeah miso or miso like miso soup is all i think of when i think miso you know i don't know (laughs) but yeah a, a mesocyclone would be like a uh, a big severe thunderstorm complex and stuff, but a, a mesocyclone was was something not associated with that big thing. So it's just like a land spout or a water spout. So I thought that was kind of cool. What What do you think, Corey? Is it miso, miso, whatever? I'm going miso. And you got I don't know because Siri well, you said Siri, it. Siri doesn't. Know. I went to YouTube. I went all sorts of. I, yeah, you got something on your shirt. Did you dribble on your shirt? Well, I might have. Uh, oh, it's it's ice. Oh, Corey, Corey's dribbling on his shirt. Yeah, okay. it's ice. Uh, well, we're getting close to the time to wrap this thing up. <laughs> yeah, mesocyclone. I thought that was very interesting. Oh. Nope, it brought up. My yeah, I mean, I Googled it. I YouTubed it. It's like pronounce this. And it's very apparently rare. Yeah, it's rare. I mean, I can find it, but I can't find any place that actually says it. We'll ask Gary. There you go. He won't know. He won't know. <laughs> I find all these these rare things or whatever. 
God, what a fascinating podcast. I, th- I've had a lot of fun, lots of information on this thing. And uh, I have a feeling it's probably going to be this way for the month of May. Uh, again, I've got to get my uh, kind of grandson Logan on here because his family lives in Pierce City. And they went, he's got, I don't want to give away any things, but he's got an incredible story. Uh, about some things that happened in Pierce City when that tornado came through. And you said that was like 2008, 2003, something like that. Yes, like it was... 2004. Four. Yeah. yeah, it's right around there. Was it, did you find it, Shara? Is a tetracycline antibiotic. Oh, no, she, she's, she's, <laughs> she's in tetracycline now. There's minocycline. It brought up minocycline. <laughs> I thought it was going to... That's what happened to me. Maybe if know. it's minocycline, then it should be misocyclone. Miso, miso, miso. Yeah, but miso soup... I don't know how many. I don't know. We'll 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 handle this off podcast. So anyway, I really think it's time to start wrapping this up. Do you, Corey? You got anything else you want to add right there? Nope. Nope. And Sherry, you're going to keep continue looking for this. I was telling my kids good night. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, let's put a bow on this and wrap this up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.